Hi guys, it's the time again to send the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis. Either one of you just say something, that's fine. All right, well, one of the most hated wrestling fans, Steve Doris. And I am the greatest referee of all time, the Amazing Turtle. That's right, guys. Turtle is here. Nubby is here. Uh, the newest member of uh, JFW, Just Freak Wrestling, the greatest faction in podcast history. Um, as you notice, two people uh, aren't currently here, and that is Dizzle J and that is Dally. Uh, Dally was supposed to be with us tonight. Unfortunately, she couldn't make it in, which is totally okay. But the one thing we do got to talk about before we start anything is the fact that uh, Dizzle J is officially no longer part of Just Freak Wrestling. Um, don't know why, didn't ask, didn't care. I asked him if he was part of it, he said no, and I moved on. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, if, if somebody doesn't want to be here, I'm not going to ask why, I'm not going to beg, I'm not going to be like, oh, please, we can say no. If you don't want to be here, don't be here. And I'm, I'm okay if he makes that decision. I get that, you know, he has a busy life and doing whatever he does. But... Yep, so we evolve, we adapt, we die, whatever. Um, if you hear Steve going in and out, it's because he is literally uh, recording from uh, underwater, and he just comes up once in a while uh, for air. So as you as you hear him clear up, that means he's coming above the uh, water surface, and then he has to get dipped down because apparently he needs uh, the oxygen underneath the water to breathe. Oh, yeah, I've been under there so long, you know. See, there we go. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to have been talking about, uh, about Turtle here real quick. If you guys remember, he was on the show, uh, a few months back. I had an interview with him. We talked a lot about the power hour. Uh, we talked about elite pro wrestling. Uh, if you guys remember, uh, Turtle, who I knew as Nubby, uh, back in the day when we trained, uh, in wrestling together. That's right. If you guys remember, I did train to be a professional wrestler. There you go. Here we yeah. Go. Yeah. Right. Just, 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 just Steve, I'll, I will, I'll, 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 I'll tell you when to come in. This is okay. this is our moment now. Just, just I'll let don't you know. Mean to, don't mean to ruin your guys' moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but me and Turtle had so much fun uh, talking on the show uh, a few months back. We've had the uh, discussions of Turtle coming on and being a uh, a regular here uh, on JFW, and I feel because of how the scheduling has been so much in uh, in my life, uh, Dally's life, uh, a little bit of Dizzle Jay's life, Steve's life, uh, we haven't been able to bring you. Uh, the podcast on a weekly basis like we hope for. So I figured the best thing to do is talk to uh, my friend Nubby here, who had an interest in coming on JFW, huge fan of the show, and I appreciate that, um, to find out that uh, some of his available days fall in line with my available days. Um, so uh, sometimes you're going to get me and Nubby, sometimes you'll get me and Steve, sometimes you get me and Dally, sometimes you get three of us. Maybe one day you'll get all four of us, but the point is we're going to try to put this show out on a monthly or on a weekly basis um, so we can keep it as consistent as possible like we're hoping for. Plus, uh, Turtle being one of uh, the most uh, renowned, uh, I, I guess I could say that most renowned referee in uh, at least the Illinois area, 
probably a little bit uh broadened out to the Midwest. Um, he's going to bring us a lot of uh, – you say something, Steve? No. Okay. I thought you, like, raspberried, and I was like, well, that's kind of rude. Well, I'm not playing off so I'm being quiet. Good for you. Um, Nubby's going to bring us a lot of uh, more – he's going to bring us more insight from independent uh, companies that I have yet to experience, I have yet to get out and watch – but because he's so well-traveled in the uh, Illinois, Indiana area, uh, he's going to be able to bring us more information from outside of the Southland Championship Wrestling era, area that I focus a lot into. So, Nubby, I appreciate you uh, joining uh, JFW, uh, the greatest faction in podcast history. And we are going to take an opportunity once in a while, too, to kind of relive some of our Elite Pro uh, days as well. Um Anything you want to add that I may have missed about who you are? And, oh, uh, fun fact, he goes by Turtle. I knew him as Nubby, so it's going to bounce back and forth between what I call him, but it's the same guy. So. <laughs> I, you're not wrong. I mean, I have had many different names. I mean, we all uh, – Paulie Tomaselli brought it up on the Power Hour. At, I was Primetime Pimp at one point, the Message Board Keyboard Warrior. Although I was not a keyboard warrior, I actually stood up to people – it was actually them that didn't want to come up to me, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> I was also Butler Jones, or what was it? I was a butler as Michael Noblesworth at at a different ARW, which I guess might be the same, but not. It was a different name. It was like Adrenaline Rush Wrestling at the time. I did one show. I was Party Empire with Dave Allen, Kimberly Cash. You remember her. Um yep. But yeah, um, I'm here. I'm going to bring some more insight to the Midwest, um, mainly uh, Illinois, Indiana, maybe even Wisconsin. Um, I'm going to talk to other people, maybe get some more information from Minnesota, possibly Iowa. Once uh, things progress, I'll have more information on that. Um, as for this show, me being on it, I'm just here. I'm going to be... The second best co-host you ever had, Travis. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I, I believe that you're going to bring a lot to the podcast. I mean, we, I, I think we all have uh, our strengths when it comes to uh, what we could bring to JFW. I know uh, Steve is a big, like, history buff when it comes to, like, independent wrestling in the area. Uh, you obviously have been in wrestling for – I don't see Red gave you shit for it, but I'm going to say 20 years because it's close enough. I'm okay with saying that. I'm comfortable with saying 20 years. Um, and I I like to talk. So, I mean, that's what I bring. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, the next step into JFW uh, and what we do forward. For those of you who are going to be, you know, coming back and listening, we do appreciate you sticking around. Uh, just to give you a heads up, going forward for right now, we're just doing audio for the show until we kind of get back on track and maybe we'll go back to videos. I know I want to do interviews uh, video-based as well as audio, but for the time being, we're just going to release the audio uh, versions of our show going forward until further notice, which you can find those on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching JFW Podcast or Just Freak of Wrestling. Um, I know, uh, Nubby, you mentioned something about a couple independent wrestling uh, shows you did want to mention here. I think uh, it was uh, CSW and IPW or something like that. If I remember correctly, I'm not 100% sure. Um, 
But we're going to talk about all the independent stuff uh, on the last half of the show. I want to try getting all the televised stuff done at the beginning of the show because um, I want to make sure we get to the televised stuff. And I know I think independent-wise we're going to have more to discuss, and we may drag on a little bit longer. But um, I want to go over the predictions we have for SummerSlam uh, because I asked you guys to do that, so hopefully you did that. I want to talk a little – I just want to run over – some of the uh, show, uh, the Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT cards, and kind of get any opinions or feedback you guys may have on that. Before we begin any of that, of course, I got to remind all of you that this episode of Just Regressing the GFW Podcast is brought to you by CarterComics.com. That's right, guys. CarterComics.com is the one-stop shop for all your comic needs. If you're looking to start a collection or build a collection, maybe trying to find that holy grail of comics to complete your collection, Carter Comics is the best place for you to go, where you can just go to cartercomics.com, search for your comics, see if they have it there right available on their website, or you can even check out one of their four eBay accounts. Bid on a comic, offer a, uh, offer a price to a comic. They do negotiate for any reasonable uh, offers on comics. Or if you can't seem to find a comic, reach out to them, email them at uh, Carter Comics. You can find them on Facebook at Carter Comics. Find out they have thousands of titles in stock that aren't currently on the website yet. See if they have it. See if they can make a deal out for you. And here at Just Freak Wrestling, if you use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, use that at checkout. You'll save 10% on your entire order. That's right, guys. 10%. You spend 1000 bucks, you save $100. It's fucking math. Trust me. It works. So go to CarterToComics.com. Fill up your cart. Use the promo code FREAKNET, save 10% in your entire order of comics today. <sighs> Matthew may save more on that. You never know. Yeah. Steve, I'm going to need you to do me a favor every time you're about to talk. What's that? Just ramble on until you hear me say go for it and then start talking. That way I don't miss anything you say as you're coming up for air. <laughs> well, let's move all of that. I'll try to get a better. Okay, answer. right there. Now go. <laughs> what? 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 Right there. Okay. So, so I assume that you're saying something important at the very beginning, but I can't hear it because you're some you're you're resurfacing. Oh, and I got like a very old phone. Right, I don't right know. Right there. See right there. See you're perfect. Well, so. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have an old phone. I don't know. But see, the thing is, I think if you keep talking, you'll never go muffled again. So we're going to count the whole episode just nonstop. Yeah. Or you know what you do? Count to five and then start talking because that may help. We're going to find a way to get as much information out of you that is, that is, uh, that is, um, oh God, what's the word? Say, I need a smart person here. Uh, coherent enough to understand. And I don't want to miss any of the beginning of it because I don't want to miss the important parts. So just go one, two, three, four, five. Here's what I want to say and just keep on talking. Because there we go. Okay, I will do that. See, it worked, right? People are gonna enjoy it because I know how to book shit. Look at that. You're now the five count, Steve. Speaking of five counts, uh, and that Eldorado's. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Eldorado, huge shout out to him and his family for uh, for listening to the show, for uh, telling me what I should and shouldn't do on the show. I appreciate that. Um, and, uh, and, and shout out, shout out to the, uh, the little child that keeps running up to me thinking I want to talk to him. Um, fun fact, I don't. So, 
right, before we dive into anything, the biggest thing I want to talk about is probably the biggest announcement in wrestling uh, news to date. That's the retirement of Vince McMahon. Uh, I think it was announced last Friday. They stepping away. Uh, Khan and uh, Stephanie McMahon are now co-CEOs of the uh, company. I think uh, Triple H is back to being like uh, the vice president of talent relations and everything. Um, Nubby, you're the new guy. Let's come to you first. Give me your feedback and how you feel about the Vince McMahon retirement. What do you think could come out of it as a benefit to WWE? And if there's one thing that you think WWE could change to make it better than it currently is, what would that be? Well, when it comes to the Vince McMahon issue, um, him retiring is obviously because of what's going on in his real life. We mm-hmm. all know what's going on. I yeah. have mixed feelings on that subject, but we don't need to bring it up. I mean, whatever. It is what it is with that. It, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're a billionaire and you're kind of a politician, too, it's going to happen. And you are what you are. Um, when it comes to that, I mean, we know why he, he's retired. And when it comes to the Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, Triple H, I am hoping for the best. It's just we don't know how it will happen because on one hand, when we thought Triple H was just in charge of NXT, it started out great and then it started to decline. And we don't know if it's because of him or Vince McMahon was in his ear along with HBK and Road Dogg at the time. We don't see there's we don't know much about what happened behind the scenes. Because everyone wants to put it on Triple H, but what if he wasn't the one that caused it to go downhill? So it, yeah. it'll be an interesting sight to see. Um, like I said, I'm hoping for the best. I want to get into WWE again. And it's mm-hmm. funny, I am watching Raw right now as we speak for the first time in <laughs> a long time. I haven't watched any TV wrestling, not AEW, uh... I said AEW, right? Not AEW. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got my letters mixed up. They all sound the same. <laughs> I haven't watched SmackDown. I occasionally check, uh, what do you call it? The dark, uh, high, whatever on YouTube, um, just to check out some of the local people. But I just watch highlights and read stuff, but I'm hoping to get back into just watching it. I miss that time of my life. You know, yeah. watching wrestling on Monday and Friday, Thursday, whatever days. Just give me my wrestling back because I'm tired of playing PlayStation all day. Well, the one thing I can tell you is, and I tell everyone here who is a uh, host of uh, JFW at one point or another, uh, the best way to host a wrestling podcast is to watch wrestling. And the biggest thing is, like, we could, we could sit here and we could talk about independent wrestling all day long. I know we're capable of doing it. But the problem is, when it comes to only talking about independent wrestling, we completely miss the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where I tried to separate, have two different shows uh, going a week. Um, it didn't work. It, it doesn't happen. So uh, we're definitely going to focus on televised wrestling for at least half of the shows going forward. Who knows? Maybe if it gets bigger again and we get more popular, maybe we can split the shows again. But for the time being, we're definitely going to talk about WWE, AEW, NXT, um, and then obviously all the independent uh, uh, companies that we are able to be a part of or experience and everything. Uh, what about you, Steve? How do you feel about the uh, Vince McMahon retirement? Uh, is that better? Is that working now? Yeah, keep going. Keep all talking. Right, good, good, good. 
it was a shock, but you start shelling out money for sex and yeah, you obviously going to get caught. The problem is once you take your company public, it's mm-hmm. not your company no more. It's the board of directors and the stockholders. Yeah. And you just can't run it like you want to. I have actually, I'd like, like turtle. I got raw on right now. Every mm-hmm. now and then we'll turn raw on or SmackDown. I met, I turned raw on when Cody came back, you know, mm-hmm. I was watched that, but I think Stephanie and triple H being, I think it's going to help. Hopefully it has less talking and more wrestling. More of letting these guys show their talents in the ring, just not on the mic. Yeah, um, that's what one, I'm. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I did notice, like when I was uh, when I was watching wrestling this week, and you can kind of see how it like started to evolve ever since SmackDown went to Fox, is that when you look at Raw, Raw I think has more wrestling than it does like promos and segments. Um, in reference to SmackDown, where I think reference has a lot more segments, a lot more promos as compared to wrestling. And obviously, Raw is three hours long. Um, the the ratio could be very similar, but it just seems like when you're watching two hours of SmackDown, you're getting a lot of talking, a lot of segments, a lot of interviews and stuff, as compared to Raw, where it seems like there is more wrestling going on. Uh, the one thing that's probably going to be definitely different for WWE is that uh, when it was just Vince McMahon, he was, you know... He was the guy. Like, he was, he, everything stopped with him. His decision was final. But now you're looking at two different CEOs, two people in charge. Now you have to go through two different people as, uh, so you determine what to do as far as a business. There's no one guy anymore. I'm hoping that with Khan and with McMahon, they just kind of separate everything and say, listen, Tony Khan deals with the financial side of the business, allow Stephanie to work with creative and stuff to, Build the storylines. I think her and uh, Triple H and that come up with. And I know uh, Raw, at least Raw is. I don't know how, how SmackDown or NXT work, but at least Raw is now moving into that TV fourteen era once again. And I think that's going to help out a lot, especially with what I think um, what they're capable of doing. Uh, I've never been a big fan. Like NXT, the two point thing seemed like it got really bubbly and really like watered down to what the black and gold used to be. But that's growing on me. And I know, like, I think Triple H went back to that for a little bit. I, I think Sean is kind of involved in that again a little bit more. Uh, and watching this last week's uh, NXT, it kind of got almost like NXT black and gold again. Uh, obviously, all the new characters and new people are a lot more gimmick-driven uh, characters. But I think you're going to get that no matter where you go, no matter wh- what era of wrestling you have, you're always going to find those gimmicks where – you're going to have college students, you're going to have cowboys, you're going to have, you know, whatever gimmicks are out there. I mean, there's a fucking six foot seven dinosaur on AEW. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm excited to see you. If they book that dinosaur right, it's, it could be one of the best things going in that company, but yeah. they're going to, they'll probably fuck it up. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to, we're going to talk about that because, uh, this past Wednesday was, uh, the second night of Fighter Fest for AEW and, um, uh, we're just going to run through it. Like I said, I know you guys don't watch a lot of televised wrestling, so I just want to run through some of the results and stuff. Um, any feedback you guys have, I'm fine for. Uh, I know at least for tonight we're going to talk a lot about SCW because a lot happened at uh, Star Spangled Beatdown over this past Saturday. Uh, Nubby, you were a, uh, a referee there. You were uh, kind of in the middle of a lot of the action. And I know Steve has a lot to say about the uh, 
Yeah, the fallout or the ending there, uh, which kind of motivated you to actually show up tonight, which I'm very happy yeah, about. It it uh it, it did because I honestly I wasn't gonna probably do this tonight, but after that uh what I call that cherry picking championship <laughs> match, yeah, I had to come on. Perfect. All right, so let me run through uh, AEW real quick. So night two of Fighter Fest, we had Brody King uh, who defeated uh, Darby Allen. Uh, best friends took on, uh, Yuda and Moxley. Uh, Yuda and Moxley took up, uh, picked up the win there. Uh, Christian Cage teamed with Luchasaurus to take on Varsity Blondes. We saw Jungle Boy return. At the end of that match, Luchasaurus, who looked like he may have a game ready to attack, uh, Jungle Boy, kind of just sided with them to allow Jungle Boy to chase, uh, Jericho out. Uh, if you guys haven't watched AEW, uh, Christian was, Pretty much bad mouthing, uh, Jungle Boy's family, his father, uh, the Luke Perry, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I love those Christian Cage promos. That, I like that shit. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the edgy stuff that, you know, that wrestling needs. You know, it's not the PG shit that WWE Raw once was. I'm not sure if tonight is the beginning of the TV 14 era or not, uh, for Raw. I'd be surprised I if it don't start till after SummerSlam. Wrap up all your, Storylines for SummerSlam and then start next Monday. That wouldn't surprise me. That's possible too. Um, Starks took on Carter. Uh, Carter was the uh, former mob two knuckles guy from NXT who, uh, you know, got, you know, I think he got busted for weed and got fired. I'm not quite sure about that. I didn't look much into it. Uh, because we're moving forward. We're starting with last week. Anything that happened pre last week? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, Cargo and Hogan, uh, defeated Athena and Nightingale, and then obviously Jericho picked up the victory in the barbed wire everywhere match against, uh, that Kingston. Was awful. And I love Eddie Kingston. I, I, mm-hmm. I love Eddie Kingston. But to me, it seems like Jericho always latches himself on to the latest, hottest thing, like Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just yeah. can't stand Chris well, Jericho these days. Well, it's, it's kind of weird for me. Um, and obviously I want to get you guys' opinion on this, that Jericho says that he, the whole reason he's at AEW is put over, like, the next the next guy. But it seems like Jericho keeps picking up these big wins. So how does he put over the next guy if he keeps taking wins away from the next guy? He's leeching off, like, Orange Cassidy. He didn't have to. When he had that program in Orange Cassidy... He didn't have to put over Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy has already been over. Yeah. Same way with the shit with MJF. MJF was already over. Eddie Kingston is a very well-known indie guy that got finally got his break in AEW. Mm-hmm. You guys seen Forbidden Door, but that crowd in Chicago was nuts for Eddie Kingston when he came out. You know, a lot of wrestling for AAW in Chicago over the years, so... But Jericho always got to leech on to. Why don't I? I don't know if he's leeching on. I, I kind of do agree with the part that he is trying to help the young guys. You know, get people from you know here to here. But I mean, yeah, like you said, he Orange Cassidy didn't need it, but Jericho didn't know that. The same thing with MJF. He don't need any. Any kind of guidance, except maybe his promos could shorten up a bit, get to the point a little faster. Um, Eddie Kingston, 
he's if you notice Jericho when he's with these guys, there's a timeline or not time time frame with each one. He's been with Eddie Kingston, I think, the longest now because he may feel that he's still not at that level. In our eyes, Kingston's at that level. I mean, you like you said, he's over as all hell, especially out in Chicago. I dealt with him when I was with Elite Pro with the IWA Mid-South. He's a great guy. You know, he's super over. But Jericho might not see that. I, I think he's... I don't think he's a leeching on. He's just trying to help the guys get bigger on his level. I don't know. It reminds me a lot of uh, WCW Hulk Hogan. You know, like, and it's, it's, not, it's not so much like, you know, like, because, I mean, he was the biggest signing for uh, AEW at the time because he was a well-known guy. Very similar to how Hulk Hogan was with WCW, but as soon as he came in there, not a lot of the younger guys really got over on Hulk Hogan. And I don't know if that was like a creative, like because he had control of his creative, he was allowed to dictate that, and he thought that if he went over certain people, like, you know, like it just would ruin the Hulk Hogan, like, um, like feel, gimmick or whatever. But it just feels like with Chris Jericho, like regardless of like him having the matches with the guys, which is awesome. It's the whole favor thing. You look at Undertaker, you know, losing to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, you know, to give Roman a boost or something. Now, obviously, that didn't really do anything for Roman other than make people hate him more for beating the Undertaker, but it just doesn't seem like it does much for, uh, like, the people when they face Jericho because as soon as they're done, that's about it, you know? It's... It has to do a lot of the way AEW bucks their talent, too. Yeah. And I'm not shitting. I, I watch Dynamite every Wednesday night. I, mm-hmm. I like it because it's more wrestling than entertainment. Yeah. Fortunately, I, th- I think with Discovery coming in, they're going to lean more towards entertainment a little bit more. But I hope I'm wrong. But I like it because it's more wrestling. But I think that has to do – I'm not a booker far from it. I think it has a lot to do the way they book their talent and stuff. That's why it seems like they're in a big program, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. Yeah. How do you how do you promote Shark Week but not book Shark Boy to be on your show? <laughs> I never even thought of that. <laughs> that, is, that he should have been that. That is true. That right? is so I mean, true. Like like I'm watching the commentators, and I'm seeing this fucking shark dance around in this fucking like outfit. That easily could have been just fucking Shark Boy, you know? I mean, I. I, I they, they missed something. Now, they can still do it because Shark Week is, like, coming up still. But, I mean, they'd be crazy not to try to book Shark Boy in a couple matches or some shit. That is so cool. Uh, AEW Rampage this past Friday. Uh, Page and Silver uh, defeated Butch and Bl- uh, Butcher and Blade. Uh, Moriarty defeated Dante Martin. Baker and Hayter defeated Sky Blue. Ashley, I think I'm going to get this wrong, D'Ambrose, I think it's pronounced. Yeah, and then uh, D'Ambrose. The Ambrose, and then Jay Lethal uh, defeated uh, Christopher Daniels. Anything to add about Rampage? Nah, I don't. I haven't been watching. That's <laughs> oh, <so>. cool. <laughs> um, I did read an article though that Tony Khan is referring to Ring of Honor as uh, the developmental for uh, for AEW, and am I doing shit? You got. 
look at all the guys you got there. They are not, they're veterans. Yeah. Yeah. But it, well, that's what I thought was kind of weird. I see how he referenced that. You know, it's not like it's not like WWE, like you know, contracting like OVW, FCW. You know, it, well, I mean, for 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 AEW to pick up Ring of Honor, it's close to just WWE picking up Impact and saying, "Hey, everyone who's here, this is now de- developmental, regardless of NXT or not." But it's like, I mean, you can't consider developmental if some of the guys who are in Ring of Honor. You know, used to be in WWE, she was, you know, used to be in Impact, you know, hey, pretty well known. Your heavyweight champion is Claudio. Yeah. What, after Saturday, it's, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I, I hope it thrives, I hope it thrives, but. I got you. Uh, NXT. Cameron Grimes uh, took on JD McDonough or McDonough, whatever. I don't, I, I don't know names. Uh, JD picked up the win. Court of Jade, obviously, uh, recent heel turn against Roxanne. Uh, basically, pure jealousy. She trashed tag title at the end of her promo. Roderick Strong took on teammate Damian Kemp. Dante Kemp. My God, my handwriting sucks. Uh, Roderick picked up the win. Tony D and his family was attacking the Diamond Mind in the back. Uh, NXT UK tag titles around the line is Jensen and Briggs, uh, country boys. So shout out to them. That's awesome. Love that gimmick. Took on pretty deadly. Picked up the win against them. Joe Gacy, uh, revealed his, uh, what the hell are those things called? Druids? 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 Uh, the little cloak, you know, people, uh, revealed who they were. Braun Breaker had a promo, uh, segment with JD, throwing the beach on his asses and shoving things where they don't shine, blah, blah, blah. Very Scott Steiner-esque, uh, promo from Braun Breaker. Uh, Axiom, uh, won his debut match. And then the 20-woman battle royal showed, uh, returning Zoe Starks pick up the victory for a future opportunity against Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. I'm going to watch NXT. You don't watch NXT? I do. When it was the you know black and gold brand, I'm not gonna lie. I'd watch the pay per views, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. I just, I don't, like I said, I watch AEW Wednesday night religiously. But well, you know how you know how uh, I don't know if you ever watched like NWA Power or did or NWA itself. Uh, mm-hmm. How they kind of like had the setup of it was like a, it was like a studio, almost like a studio yeah. audience kind of thing. Oh, like it used to be on uh, NWA Saturday night on TBS at six oh five. Yeah, I, uh, studio wrestling. Yeah, NXT is very is set up very like that. Like they don't have the full audience around them. It's just the audience is the background to like the the uh, the television kind of camera crew yeah, area. I, I, I've seen their setup. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't watched it since. Yeah. SmackDown, uh, obviously Stephanie opens up the show with Mr. Man's uh, retirement announcement. Uh, one thing that wasn't mentioned uh, during the show but then has been revealed since is that Brock Lesnar actually walked out of the show after the announcement was made. Um, obviously, he does make his return back to the show after cooling off to finish off the show, but at the time, he walked out. I think that was a little bit more hyped up than what it yeah, – I could be wrong. Yeah. I think they did I think that it was. Get, like he may have walked out, and then you know, I he may have walked out and get some D. Who the fuck knows? I think it was or, more hyped than what it needed to be, just to get viewers. Or maybe he walked out because he was emotional and wanted to be on his own. 
There's no wrong. There's no wrong with Brock Lesnar being a little emotional. About Brock Lesnar, he's not a people person. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Don't forget your five counts, uh, Steve. Come on now. One, two, three, four, five. He's not a people's person. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Come on now. You got El Dorado this shit, or else I won't be able to understand you. You keep talking shit about El Dorado, man. <laughs> he's gonna put the five count on you. If I keep talking shit about El Dorado, he'll probably send his son to yell at me again. <laughs> um. But I love El Dorado, and I'm sure his wife's going to bitch at me, too. Oh, God, people hate me. Uh, anyways, uh, SmackDown. I bet they hate me more. <laughs> uh, SmackDown, Stephanie announces retirement. Uh, Lu- Ludwig Kaiser, part of Imperium with uh, Gunther, took a, took a victory over Nakamura. Still got, uh, you know, chopped by Gunther regardless. I guess his way of punishing him and everything. Uh, there's a promo between Ronda and Liv Morgan about their match coming up at SummerSlam. Happy Corbett attacked Pat McAfee, broke on to a fight in the back. McAfee kind of promo on him to get ready for their match for SummerSlam as well. Viking Raiders, now officially heels, uh, took on Jinder Mahal and his big uh, bodyguard. Uh, Viking Raiders pick up the 10-count victory. Sheamus and McIntyre had a segment. Uh, what's your guys' opinion with McIntyre and the sword? I think he needs to get rid of it, but I want your guys' opinion. I think it's dorky. Definitely overplayed. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is, it's, 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 you know, bumfuck Egypt where I live. I don't know. Right. Right. It's probably because you're underneath the water trying to fucking find Atlantis while you're trying to do a podcast. Searching for Jesus' shoes. <laughs> oh, man, man, man. Okay. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez picked up a win over Sonya Deville. Aaliyah was supposed to take on Lacey Evans, but Lacey Evans sucker punched her. The match never started. Jeff Jarrett did his promo about being the special guest referee for the uh, Unified Tag Team title match excuse me, against Uso, the Street Profits, at SummerSlam. Street Profits and Moss uh, took on Uso's and Theory in the uh, six-man tag match as the main event. Theory got disqualified by hitting Moss with the uh, suitcase, in which Brock Lesnar came out and f 5 Austin Theory. Anything you guys want to add to SmackDown? Oh, didn't watch it. Oh. Okay, cool. Raw, Bianca Belair took on Carmella. Bianca picked up the win. Becky dropped the title at her feet and walked away. Kevin Owens had the KO show with Riddle as a special guest, saying that uh, Bro KO is a lot better than RK Bro. Uh, Seth Rollins attacked Riddle uh, from behind. Rey Mysterio took on Damian Priest. Rhea is still currently out with, I believe, that they are calling it a brain injury, so uh, still pending on her return. Uh... Priest said that Dominic, Dominic will join uh, Judgment Day tonight. Dom agreed to join Judgment Day if they stop attacking her, uh, his father. They didn't accept that. They still knocked him down, walked away, blah, blah, blah. Rollins took on Ezekiel uh, to pick up the victory. Angela Dawkins took a victory over Omos when MVP uh, got cost his qualification to Omos by interfering. Then the Street Profits turned into a tag team match against Omos and MVP, which... Once again, uh, Street Pop has picked up the win because of disqualification because the Usos interfered. 
AJ Styles took on Austin Theory. Styles took the victory after Ziggler super kicked Austin Theory and cost him the match. Bliss, Dana Brooks, and Asuka pick up a win over Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and Tamina via an Asuka submission to Nikki Ash. But during the six woman tag match, we saw a 24-7, uh, the title match, uh, kind of, um, uh, uh, debacle. What you call it? I don't know what's the proper word for that. Uh, anyways. Uh, Dana Brooks lost it to Zawa. Tozawa lost it to Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash lost it to Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss lost it to Dewdrop. Dewdrop lost it to Tamina. Tamina lost it back to Dana Brooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next Monday, or the one that, uh, we're currently, the one that's on as we record the show that, uh, Nubby is currently watching and, uh, Steve is currently watching. The 20th anniversary of Rey Mysterio in WWE, you're going to see Mysterios take on Judgment Day. Um, and then finally, to close out the show, Miz TV happened with Logan Paul as a special guest. Logan Paul challenged the Miz to a title match, and he agreed. Whew. Okay, let's talk about SummerSlam predictions. You guys got them? You guys ready? I'll have to hear them as I go. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Okay, that's fine. I forgot it as... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay, dude. I, no, it's no problem. I know I mentioned it to you on Saturday. I know I sent in a message today. I, I totally understand how you forgot it. Hey, my first fuck-up. All right. <laughs> right? Only 37 minutes in. Okay. Uh, Steve, you got yours? Yeah. Am I loud enough now? Am I going? Am I good? Am I good? Am I good? Yeah, just do your five counts. All right, here we go. All right, uh, Logan Paul taking on the Miz. Uh, Nubby, what you got? Uh, I say since it's SummerSlam, Logan Paul. Hey, Steve. Hey, the Miz. I don't think it's over yet with these two. All right, I'm going Logan Paul on this one. <clears throat> uh, let's go. Raw women's match. We got Bianca Belair taking on Becky Lynch. What do you got, Steve? Uh, Bianca. Bianca Nubby? Uh, Bianca. That's my girl. Okay. Uh, I went with Bianca. Riddle versus Rollins. I'm going to go with, uh, Riddle. Uh, what do you got, Nubby? Uh, Rollins all the way. Steve? One, two, three, four, five. That bat Rollins. Okay. SmackDown Women's Championship match. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. What do you got, Nubby? Uh, well, typical WWE would put Ronda over, but I'm going with Liv. Hey, Steve? Keep <laughs> fucking doing this cow. Uh, I'm going to take Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan? Alright, I'm going with Morgan too. Um, <laughs> uh, Unified Tag Team Championship match, uh, Jeff Jarrett as special guest referee, Usos versus Street Profits. Steve, who you got? Uh, two, three, four, five, Usos. Nobby? Street Profits, because Jeff Jarrett's going to help him. Oh, you think so? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Usos. I don't know why I just typed, I just fucking wrote Uno for a fucking minute. Holy hell. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, United States title match, Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bobby Lashley. What about you, Steve? I'm going to put the title on Theory. I'm going to go with Theory. What about you, Nubby? Uh, I'm going with Lashley. Lashley. Okay. All right. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corman. Who you got, Nubby? Oh, McAfee. Steve? I'm going to say Happy Corman. Um, I'm going to go Corbin on this. I think McAfee wins too much. Even though he's had like three matches, but still. He's not too bad. <laughs> no, he's actually really good. From my understanding, is after he retired from the NFL and he started his Pat McAfee show, they bought a wrestling ring, and he's been training in that for things for like years. My daughter told me about that. He bought a wrestling ring, and mm-hmm. yeah, he's actually pretty damn decent. Uh, undisputed WWE Universal Championship Last Man Standing: Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Who you got, Steve? I'm sorry, Roman. Roman, Nubby? I'm going with Roman. I'm going Lesnar. I just don't think Roman's done holding the belt yet. I just don't see it. They're not done with that yet. I think it has to end somewhere, and I'm calling SummerSlam. I'm doing it. I mean, it's it's unlikely, but I got to do it. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and cut the show off here because, uh, as it turns out, when we did the uh, talk about independent wrestling, it actually dragged on for uh, well over an hour. So I figured, why give you a two-hour show when I could kind of break it off in half and, uh, you know, give you the televised stuff on the first part and then the independent stuff on the other part. So uh, if you're listening to this uh, televised stuff, the Independent Show, right after this. And both shows are going to be released within this week, so you can catch both of them right away. Obviously, it's going to be me, Steve, and uh, Turtle talking about independent wrestling as far as some of the shows that Turtle works with. But mostly, we're going to focus on Southland Championship Wrestling and their latest show that uh, happened this past weekend. So, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Free Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. Also, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching Just Free Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Guys, that is all I got. It is time to ring the bell on this episode. As always, I am Travis C., and thank you for listening to another episode of Just Free Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.